This Associated Bank Sports Update on 101.7 The Truth is powered by ESPN Milwaukee. I'm Greg Matzik. With the series tied at two games apiece, the NBA Finals moves back to Phoenix for Game 5 Saturday night. Milwaukee has outscored Phoenix by one point collectively through four games. You know, we've been here before. We know what the deal is. Uh, and hopefully out of good habits, you know, throughout the year can, you know, take over and now we can put ourselves in a position to win the game. Game 6 will be played in Milwaukee Tuesday night of next week. Royal St. George is the site of this year's Open Championship, the final golf major of the year. Louis Oosthuizen with an early round 64, 600 par to take the lead. And the second half of the Major League Baseball season begins tonight in New York with the Yankees hosting the Red Sox, Brewers and Reds Friday night from Cincinnati. This sports update presented by Associated Bank, proudly supporting our hometown team, member FDIC. This is the Truth in the Afternoon, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live from Sharp Literacy's sixth annual unwrapped fundraiser at the Sherman Phoenix. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, live from Sherman Phoenix for the Sharp Literacy's sixth annual unwrapped fundraiser. They've got events from some of Milwaukee's top chefs making gourmet appetizers, entrees, desserts for McDonald's, ingredients. This is probably not the place I should be because I'm probably going to eat myself into a tizzy. And so when we're done at 6 o'clock, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat, and that's what uh, we're going to do here. Today we are here. We are blessed with Linda Kohler, who's the president and CEO of Sharp Literacy. How are you, Linda? I'm great. Thank you for having me on. This is a phenomenal event. So I have to, I have to warn you, I had like 10,000 questions, literally. And I had to whittle it down to about two or three. Okay. But, but one of the things I want to know is there's so many organizations in Milwaukee that do so many things as it relates to STEM. Um, I should probably only ask one question at a time, but sometimes I can't help myself. There, there's, there's, there's free education, there's charter education, there's paid education, all these things. And so in, in my mind, their job is to teach our kids literacy, how to, you know, experiential programs, those types of things that will, that will give them that value added. But then I look at Sharp. And I look at the fact you've been there since 2012, and, and, and I really want you to tell us about your background and what brought you to Sharp. But how is it you found that, that one niche, you know, and instead of helping six kids or eight kids, you help 8,600 kids throughout southeastern Wisconsin that just gives them that one extra step to make it in life? Absolutely. Yes, I've been there. Um, yeah, it's going to be nine years in October, and boy, time flies. Yeah. Um, when I started at Sharp, um, I took over for the founder, Marlene Dorr Cryocamp. And she started, um, it was called Creative Sharp at the time. Mm -hmm. She was a docent at the Milwaukee Art Museum. So she saw how kids, when they would be um, touring the art museum, how they just connected with art. It right. was a way for them to learn uniquely. So she thought, wow, this works, and yeah. especially for urban kids, yeah. um, for them to be able to go to the Milwaukee Art Museum and, and mm -hmm. be a part of that. So we were always an art program, an right. arts-integrated program. So then when I started and had the, the ability to really look at and make it, make it you know, relevant, um, so when we looked at, you know, A, a was always going to be a part of it. Right. So, but then we knew that science, technology, engineering, and math was really, really important for these kids. There's very few STEM programming right. in the schools right now. Right. So we're in an enrichment program. 
Okay. We're not, re- okay. not replacing okay. anything. So right. we go into the schools right. with our program. Right. So our mission is that we partner with educators <coughs> to foster a love of learning and brighten children's futures through our innovative STEAM-based program. So we're, we're tied at the, you know, at the hips with, with right. our teachers. Right. It's important. So even though our educators go in to teach our curriculum, the teachers are right there side by side with us, learning with us. Because many of our, our teachers, mm-hmm. that's not what they, they do. That's right, not STEM right. is new to them right. as well. Coding right. is new to them. The, right. the um, um, algorithms and debugging and all of that. So they're learning along with, with the kids. And it makes them stronger teachers, stronger STEAM teachers in the future. Where, where do you see that fitting in the curriculum? I, I don't know. Do you go to pu- only public schools, no, private schools? No, you go to we're, any school, we're, right? And, and so from what I've been hearing, your, your, your footprint is everywhere. We are. Um, we've been just fortunate to, we have right. a great reputation. We yes, do a really good job. So. We give um, kids experiences that they normally wouldn't have without Sharp. Mm-hmm. And we also bring our program to the schools at no charge to the schools, which is really, really important now as you know, even before, you know, COVID and the disruption of learning last year, mm-hmm. schools just don't have the funding anymore. So for us to bring a really solid program into the schools, you know, they, we, you know, we're expanding, we're expanding into 14 new schools next year. So we're in, and we're in Milwaukee Public Schools, we're in Charter Choice, School District of Waukesha, and then Charter Schools in Waukesha, as well as Racine. But, but for it to be that important, why isn't it, you know? in in i don't know to use inculcated or integrated it it should be all of that but it's it's not there what's the disconnect i don't, I don't know if it's so much a disconnect you know these teachers are you know they're they're you know or is di- it is it just moving so fast it's moving so fast and ah, in in okay. with knowing that that's what we do right so right. why why train all these teachers why have them develop curriculum when when we do that and we're really really good at that mm-hmm. so it makes sense to bring in partners partners is how you know partnerships for us is so important um, we have I would say over 50 partners yeah. um, in addition to our schools so they look at it as a partnership you know instead of us having to you know teach all their um, teachers how to do this or have right. them do professional development to learn about steam especially with the, the a for the arts integration that's what we do and we do it really well so why arts i i I know it started and your founder was a docent with the with the museum Mm -hmm. but what is it about art that a student looks at and they're instantly able to connect that to everything they do math science what 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 is that sure um well for example when you kids um, and our second grade um, mm-hmm. curriculum, second grade students, their um, curriculum is all about weather, water, and the environment. Um, so we also produce books. So we have a book for second grade curriculum that's called The Salmon's Ad- Adventure Home. So it's all about a salmon and as how right. he adventures to Lake Michigan. And then the kids go to Discovery World and they um, get their educational tour. We don't call it field trip because it's truly an educational tour. So our educators work with Discovery World's educators to align the educational tour with their learning in the classroom. Mm -hmm. So what they're learning in the classroom comes to life for them at Discovery World. And then we have our our program is we call them workshops. So we do all kinds of um, arts integrated. It's not arts and crafts where it's very, so we do a water cycle. So that's what they learn, one one of the curriculum is water cycle so they'll they'll actually take you know a piece of paper and then they'll they'll make the water cycle wow. 
and it, you know they can have we have all kinds of colored paper and mm-hmm. markers and so it's like wow this is really cool you know they're not used to having all that really great yeah. materials that you know for them so it would you know they do a, um, a water cycle so like okay so this is how it works and they they're doing it so when you do something you're you're versus just Putting like when I was growing up, and I grew up in Kenosha, Kenosha Public Schools. I wrote vocabulary words down a hundred times. <laughs> right. So water right. cycle, water cycle, and the definition. Right. Now these kids look at they're like, I know what a water cycle is. Right. I know what it is. We have a uh, another great program we do is our um, third grade urban agriculture. We have a a greenhouse where we have hydroponics, aquaponics. We have raised garden beds. So these kids they they know. I mean, I didn't know what an aquaponic was <laughs> up until five years ago when we put one in. So these right, kids at a right. very young age are learning about what an aquaponic system is. So what's hydroponics? What's so so really? You're reminding me of all the things I missed. Yeah, me too. When I was in school. <laughs> so I'm glad that we can provide those to the to the students. But yet the connection, we can think about it and write it down and go research it. They know it. Right. Because right. They actually experienced it, and they can connect it to everything they do. Exactly. Um, before we go to break, I, I wanna I wanna ask you what. Because I'm still stuck on the connection part. Um, How do you connect a student who now understands and knows what it is to their future in education? Well, we we start that. um, We're a part of the um, Milwaukee um, Tech Hub. Okay. So we're the only okay. um, elementary partner that they have. So we start these kids at K-3. We start teaching them STEAM concepts in third grade. Got I it. mean, in, um, in kindergarten. In kindergarten. Three, right. Three-year-old right. kindergarten. So each, each year, they're learning more and more about all of this. this so by the time they get into middle school, mm-hmm. they know. They know STEAM principles. They know wow. science. They know um, technology, engineering. So we all incorporate all of that into our workshops. Mm-hmm. We do anywhere from four to 18 workshops with our kids. That's our touch points with them, depending on the, the curriculum and the grade level. We start t- teaching kids how to code in third grade. I missed something. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. missed a lot. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, one example, too, is when um, at the Milwaukee Art Museum and as the, the kids, they're one of our, our educational tour parts. So um, if you're looking at a Picasso print and you're you're like, like what, what season is this? Because that's right. what they learn in second grade. Oh, it's fall. It's autumn. How do you know that? Well, the leaves are falling. The clouds are, you know, mm-hmm. uh, lower. Um, so they, they know they can make that connection with art that, oh, okay, that's fall. Wow. <laughs> Truth in the afternoon, you're listening to Dr. Ken Harris along with Linda Kohler. When we come back, we're going to find out her background, what she did before she got to, to sharp literacy and where she's brought it in the last nine years. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon live from Sherman Phoenix for Sharp Literacy's sixth annual Unwrap fundraiser. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. What up, Truth Family? We have some exciting news for you. We are launching our exclusive weekly Truth app giveaway. So how do you win the giveaway? It's easy. Every week, we will send out a push notification directly to your phone through the Truth app, and that will be your chance to win a Truth shirt, a mug, a drawstring bag, pins, and more. But you can only win if you download the Truth app through the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. Visit 1017thetruth.com for contest rules on the Truth Weekly app giveaway. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon, sponsored by Concordia University, Wisconsin, live from Sharp Literacy's sixth annual unwrapped fundraiser at the Sherman Phoenix. 
in the afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Uh, we're at Sharp Literacy's sixth annual unwrap. I'm kind of upset I missed the first five. Uh, proceeds here deliver their STEAM-based educational programs to thousands, actually 8,600-plus uh, in southeastern Wisconsin students that learn STEAM. For those of you that don't know what STEAM is, it's science, technology, education, arts, and math math and so i think i think one of the things i have to do and she'll get mad at me i'll have to connect my daughter with you when she comes to visit absolutely she, she's a software engineer oh and nice she would, this this is the kind of with she the technology with, part you know, of it lego league and those types oh, of my, things that's, the technology that's big piece. robotics pretty soon it's going to be stream <laughs> yes it is and so and so you you came what what were you before? I know it sounds strange. What were you before 2012? What sure. were you before that I, brought you to? I have an interesting background. Um, I went to school at UW-La Crosse, um, graduated and did an internship at um, Kimberly Clark Corporation. Okay. I wanted to, I wanted to be in corporate fitness. I wanted to work at a corporate fitness place where I would, you know, uh, do exercise classes and um, with with employees. Well, unfortunately, there was there was uh, not a lot of positions open, so. Um, they recruited me to, to join the airline that they owned at the time. So Midwest Express Airlines wow. was hiring and said, "Do you know? Do you wanna? Do you wanna work at, in an airline?" I'm like, "Oh gosh, I don't know. Like, what would I be doing in an airline?" <laughs> so uh, I I said yes. I needed to pay off some of my school loans, so started at Midwest at that time. Midwest Express Airlines um, started on the ramp, uh, throwing bags and marshalling planes in, cleaning bathrooms. Um, and then I progressed. I was there for 25 years. Wow, wonderful. Um, spent a lot of time in the community, yeah. sat on boards, nonprofit boards, did a lot of volunteer work. So with the demise of, of Midwest Airlines, um, when Front, no, it was actually Republic bought us, I, I knew that I just wouldn't, I, that wasn't what I wanted to do anymore. And mm -hmm. everybody was pretty much gone, all the original employees. And Tim Huxmar, CEO, was getting ready to retire. So I got recruited um, to run the Ronald McDonald House Charities of Eastern Wisconsin. Wow. So uh, I was the president of that for about four and a half years. Un unbelievable mission. Absolutely. Um, it, there was just kind of a void. I really wanted to. Um, you know, make an impact in our community. Uh, mm -hmm. Ronald McDonald House is great. It's a you know home away from home for right. families. Right. Um, so most of the people that are staying there are not from Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. um, but I just had a passion for Milwaukee, and um, uh, Marlene Dorkrow Camp was getting ready to retire, and I had met her, and she was looking for somebody to to replace her, and. Um, so the same recruiter recruited me for Sharp, and um, yeah, I, I, it's funny because I, I'm not an educator and I'm not right, an artist. Right. Um, I know how to run a business, and I care a lot. And but that's, but the that's two. what makes you so unique. So, so my follow-up question is: the what was the? I don't know how this will sound. <laughs> What's the thing that was missing from Ronald McDonald? But when it went to Sharp, it blossomed. I think it was that I had the ability to really um, make my own, make my footprints. Okay. Um, I had the ability to create the program that I felt would be best mm -hmm. for Sharp. Um, Marlene had done a, I mean, she handed me over, you know, a, a great program. But you have to stay relevant. Right. Um, right. We have to stay relevant, and um, art was great, and art is still the right. you know the backbone of, of Sharp. But we were just missing a lot. Um, and then as um, you know, STEM became 
you know, um, became a, a word and became a, mm-hmm. an acronym. Um, and knowing that these kids, I mean, there's no program like ours. So for us to be able to bring a STEAM-based program to kids that are three right. year old, three right. years old, um, is you know, and I. The other thing is I have a I have a dynamic, creative, awesome staff. They we write all of our own curriculum. Um, they're really smart people. Um, again, we partner with educators, mm-hmm. so we, we everything we do is with the educators. We do a lot of focus groups. We do a lot of professional development. We listen to them. What do you think about this? This is what we want to do in, in mm-hmm. first grade. What do you think? Great. What can we add? This can we do this? Can we, and we can be flexible because we are sure. a smaller sure. nonprofit. So if they say, hey, let's move this over here or let's add this, we can do that. So then, what's the What's if if you had to from from 2012 to 2021? What's the one thing that was the linchpin that made Sharp Literacy what it is today? Um, and, and, I, and I know that sounds kind of yeah, big no. because yeah. it kind of puts a lot on your shoulders. It's but. revamping the curriculum to okay. include STEAM principles. Okay, so you 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 took something and are using arts as a flow through, right? To everything else, really. To the other, to the STEM. Th- just, just thinking about Branson going into upper into space. space yeah. the, the fact that you're using the arts as a flow through for literally everything else in the universe. Right. At K three. Yeah, and that we we have a, a, a saying too: growth mindset. That with art, that you, you you don't make mistakes. Right. There's no mistake. So if you oh this you know if you're drawing something or oh that doesn't look quite it looks awesome. Wow. It, it's you know it, it there's you, you just can't go wrong with art there's no there's no, no mistakes wasn't my idea but one woman decided that she saw a vision and created something and used it as a flow through so what's the future of sharp literacy where do you see it 10 15 years in the future you know, I, I think about that a lot, and you know, sometimes I get asked what keeps me up at night, and and we've just we've grown, you know, exponentially um, over the the last well nine years. Um, when I started, we were in I think 15 schools. Next year, we'll be in 52 schools, wow. um, serving um, almost 10,000 students. Um, a summer program that is um, just you know exactly the same we, we take our, our um, academic year program and cater it to the you know revise it a little bit to for the summer programming we have over 800 kids in our summer program okay. um, after school program is expanding so my my vision my um, would be to continue at when I first started I wanted to franchise it and go to New York <laughs> and go to Detroit and go all but you know there, there's, there's just so, so much yeah there's so much uh-huh. need and, and you know my hometown Kenosha nice. lots of need in Kenosha lots of need in Racine Sheboygan right. And Green Bay, so it's it's my um, my vision to be able to to bring our program to any students uh, schools that that need it. For those who want to start, for those who want to be in leadership in nonprofit world, what what is the one character trait they need? Hire good people. Ah. Talent. Hire um, people smarter than you. Hire t- people smarter than wow. you, and and you know what? Be flexible and caring. Right. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. It. So I have a question about, about Linda, if I may. Sure. So, so you grew up in Kenosha. Uh, went to what school? Went to Kenosha Bradford. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. High school and uh, went high to college school. at? Went to La- college in La Crosse. Um, Majoring and, in? Um, I was a recreation leadership. Um, okay. I actually, when I went to, I, I ran track. 
So mm-hmm. I, I went to lacrosse because they had a great track program. I right, wasn't right. I wasn't good enough to be in a D1 school. Mm-hmm. So um, I went. My dad took me up to lacrosse and absolutely fell in love with it. I'm a very outdoorsy person. I, I run. I bike. I golf. So that you know the bluffs. It was absolutely right. beautiful. Um, looked at one school. We met with the the track coach, um, and that that's where I wanted to be. So, what did your parents do for you? that created the Linda Kohler we see today? You know, I, I, I have to say it's, uh, it was my dad. My dad was very, he was a, um, he worked at American Motors mm-hmm. um, and then was, was laid off when Chrysler bought, um, bought us, bought American Motors. So he became a letter carrier. And what I remember is that he never, ever complained a day in his life. Wow. You know, the wind, the rain, the cold, the ice, the snow, right. never complained. Um, and unfortunately, he passed away about five years ago. And um, his funeral, it was standing room only. It was lines of people because, again, he cared. He right. cared. He right. cared enough to know who you are and what you do and who your kids are. And he did a lot. when He, he was fortunate enough to be able to retire pretty early in life. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he was able to... Um, he did Meals on Wheels. He would come when I was at the Ronald McDonald House in Sharp, come and volunteer. Um, he just, you know, the ethics, the, um, the morals and the values and right, the ethics. We right. didn't grow up in a, you know, I mean, it was a middle class, middle right. class family. We, we didn't have everything we wanted, and I forget what that song, everything I, I need and nothing, and everything I want, but nothing, mm-hmm. I forget that. But we had right. what we needed to have. You know, we had love. We had you know, two parents um, that, that cared about us. We had a very, very small house, one wow. bathroom. Um, but, you know, it's just, um, you just when you, when you have, you know, parents that, that care, yeah. and, you know, everything else just kind of falls in place. And that's the voice I hear that comes through Sharp Literacy. And so we've only got about a minute or so. That's the voice I hear that comes through everything that you do the care, the things your parents passed on to you, the Absolutely. things that they left with you, mm-hmm. the things that you feel, wow, I've got to live up to that, not really knowing that you didn't know as a child what you didn't have. Exactly. I have everything. Oh, wow. I just had it in my, it's a, uh, I, mean, it's a kid. <laughs> I have everything that I need and nothing that I don't. Yep. So, yeah. And that's I, amazing. And so you um, put that in children every day. Every day. You know, you just to, to know, for these kids to know that you care about them right. and to see this. I mean, it, it's been great to have a summer right. program in person to see these faces yeah. and the smiles and the like just back and, you know, back at it wow. and with their friends. And, you know, it's, it's that to me is that that just, you know, tugs at my heartstrings to see wow. the big smiles and to see them back in the it, it was a tough year for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. and especially for kids, you know, a lot of Absolutely. learning disruptions yeah. and um, virtual and not being able to be yeah. with your kids and you know, there's a there's a learning loss that goes along with all this, you know, learning disruptions and the covid slide and the summer slide. Wow. Our kids have a they have a they have a, a a hill to climb and anything that we can do to help them, you know, that opportunity gap, you know, right. it was big. Right. But now it's getting bigger. Now we need to help. You know, we need to bring it back in. We need to, these kid. We need to give these kids the, um, you know, the tools that they need to be successful in life. Linda Kohler, president and CEO of Sharp Literacy. We're here at Sherman Phoenix, at their sixth annual, Unwrapped fundraiser. I'm excited. Thank you so very much. Thank you. You'll I appreciate enjoy the food. It. And so when we think about it, the proceeds help educational programs to, I guess, in the fall, about 10,000 uh, southeastern Wisconsin students. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris.